VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. You're on with Mario Lopez. What's up, y'all? Mario Lopez. Joining me now on Zoom, actor, director, comedian, my man Rob Schneider. How's it going, Rob? Thank you, Mario. Good to see you, man. You look terrific. I got to get that blue background. Way better. <laughs> it's very blue. We're in here in the studio. If uh, you ever have an opportunity when when this uh, craziness settles down, we'd love to have you come in studio. But it's I'd like love a, it. It's like it's like a club vibe in here, and we get the you drinks miss flowing. Being out though, because. You get you get to go to every party. You're at every the Oscars, the Emmys. You get to do everything. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Selfishly, I'm I'm kind of excited. I don't have to do those red carpets. I know because it's <laughs> a pain in the ass, right? It's fun. It's fun. Like the first eight the fir- months. The first one's fun. Like Golden Globes is fun. Nobody's lost. Everyone's in a good mood. Everyone comes kind of yeah, buzzed yeah. to the event. Right. That's cool. Yeah. And then once every the sort of the template set, you kind of see who's going to win the rest of the season. By the time they get to the Oscars, they're all everybody's grumpy. <laughs> You're out of questions. Right, Right, you ran out of You've seen them 10 times already, you know? You run out of stuff to say. All you're thinking about is how far away am I parked? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) When is it 5 o'clock and they go live? (laughs) But no, man, but you obviously still enjoy what you do. Otherwise... You wouldn't be doing it as long and as successful as you are. So good oh, for you. Brother. Well, I appreciate it. No, I do, man. I'm a huge fan of entertainment. I really am. I love you know, talking you to people. Tell. I love talking to people like yourself. I love movies. Yeah. I love um, uh, TV music. I love stand-up comedy. And one of my favorite things to do along with listening to uh, uh, live performances to go check out stand-up yeah. comedy. And obviously, we're not able to do that right now. But we are able to check out cool new specials on TV. And congrats on your new Netflix special. I love this title. Asian mama, Mexican kids. <laughs> I was trying to get half the planet. <laughs> hey, you, you, you kind of did. You kind of nailed it right there. I got Asia and I got Mexico. So, so talk a little bit about that title. And, and for those not familiar, what can we uh, expect? Well, a lot of people, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, my name's Schneider, but my dad was Jewish. My mom's Filipino. You know, so it's just the Estacio family. Yeah, Pinoy uh, power. That, yeah, yeah, brother. And um, so... 
Uh, the thing is that I have an Asian mother. I don't recommend it, Mario. <laughs> uh, but it's it's they're tough. But at the same time, they put a lot of pressure on you. They just they, they don't they don't just want you to be successful. They expect it. They demand it. Yeah. And uh, I know I used to get you know straight A's as a kid. Not all the time. I go, mom, I got straight A's. She goes, so what? You're not an idiot. You're smart. You're supposed to get straight A's. You're smart. You're not an idiot. That's your job. What do you want? So what do you want? A cookie? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that you attitude. Don't hear, you don't hear me doing about my, you don't hear me complaining like, hey, I cooked and cleaned all day. I cooked and cleaned all day. What do I get? Right. right. So, right. But, but that, it kind of pushes you. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the happiest childhood, but then they just expect you to be successful. And yeah. then at the same time, like the work ethic from, you know, from Mexicans is unbelievable. I mean, I it's just like the sense of humor that my wife has, because she used to work on a comedy show in Mexico. She was the producer of it, you know, and um, she just gets every joke. So uh, every joke I have, she, she's added so many, so many tags and so many things to my act. And um, that's awesome. And it's, it's been fun. It's a family affair. And my, my daughter shows up at the end, um, L King. And um, I said, I don't know if we're ever going to get to do this again. So why don't you come out? It might, it might be fun for you. That's awesome. Two beautiful cultures, great food on, yes, on both food, sides. It? It's funny when you talk about the Mexican comedy too, because Mexicans are so hardcore. They, they, they just go for the jugular. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, do. they just, they insult, that. that's what I They insult you and it's something, coming from a place of love. <laughs> something, something horrible happens in the world, especially in Mexico. 30 seconds later, the most incredible memes. Right. <laughs> exactly. No matter what happens. No shave. And, so and there funny. is no one, no one is above getting ridiculed. And I, I love it. You know what they made fun of? Uh, when they make fun of people, you don't even know who they are, but you're laughing. That's a really good sign. Yeah. That there's money behind it. Yeah. And there's nothing sacred to it. And it's very, you know, I, I would say the Mexican comedians like, uh, you know, Polo Polo. Uh-huh. But like, I had never heard of this guy. And he's like the greatest joke tale I ever heard. My wife went to go see him. And my wife, she explained every joke to me. And he's the greatest. And he sold out like four nights at the Universal Amphitheater. It's like I never even heard of. Yeah. You know, so there's like um, a tremendous respect and love for comedy. It's almost like, you know, how how Mexicans love boxing. Right. Exactly. I always make a parallel of the two because it it often takes I I feel it takes the exact same traits. You're putting yourself out there. You're completely vulnerable. You're all by yourself. You know, there's there's no safety net and you got to be incredibly brave to do it. It sucks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah sometimes you go down for the count. <laughs> you got nobody punching you in your liver. <laughs> no, you know? exactly. Uh, My you, wife has that expression, kicking the liver. Un gancho en el hígado. And that's, yeah, that's, yeah, 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 it's legal, though. That's the liver right there. That sounds yeah, delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does sound yeah. good, right? <laughs> yeah, my wife, there's a couple of things. I mean, I, I I can eat the spiciest food imaginable now because of it. My wife has slowly built me up. I thought she was trying to kill me the first few years we were together. <laughs> right. But now I realize she's building up my thing. But the tongue sandwich, I can't I can't do it. You can't get down on the tongue? Yeah, tacos yeah. de lengua. I love those tacos. <laughs> yeah, tacos that's, de lengua. She loves that. She has to have that at least once a month. You ever have the stomach lining? That's menudo. Yeah. You have, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've never done that. I just, you know, <laughs> last night we were at, uh, I was at a place and it had like, um, to, it was like a little package of like pork rinds, right. and fried pork. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and I said, you know what? She might like that. And I got it through her and I got, I got the, this. She said, I've never had that before in my life. <laughs> you know? Have you ever uh, had in the Filipino side and your mom, have you ever had balut? No, I haven't. Are you but familiar with what it is? Know, yeah. I mean, my mom used to love that because mm. it would be a duck egg, but not quite hatched, but almost. Ooh. So it was almost like you would eat that. And, and my mom loved it. It was a thing like, it was like almost like you're eating, but also flossing. Yes. No, right. <laughs> I can eat anything, Rob. And I tried one. And when I bit it, 
This duck still had the little beak, and it was like the in the fa- and I said, "Oh, oh it yeah. just it just tripped me out." Oh, no, I couldn't. You gotta, you gotta I take continue. the beak off. Oh no, no, the whole thing it was like curled up like this, and it I was. Know. I was like, "Oh no, 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 that's next I'm level." You, and I can I'm eat anything. You. <laughs> Kids would come to eat at my house once; they wouldn't come back <laughs> because there was nothing embarrassing. Because yeah. my mom, she would like literally be. And it's not embarrassing. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. But they, my mother would cook the fish with the head on it. Because the head is delicious, you know. She would literally suck the eyeballs out of the fish head. Dang. Like it was cooking, yeah. it was like kind of crunchy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't waste anything. No you don't waste, waste anything. anything. No, I love and, it. And uh, my friends would be absolutely disgusted by it. <laughs> and like you know, cooking shrimp with the heads on it and everything, sure. you know. And, uh, and I remember one time, like uh, my my grandfather who had lived in in Santa Clara, um, he had you know uh, orchards, you know of. Um, of different fruits and stuff, but he also had pigeons. So I thought we were getting, I thought we were getting pets. We brought home uh, six pigeons and my mother was, it was dinner for her. And she just, she literally was cutting the pigeons heads off in the kitchen. Oh, and literally I remember the the hearts bouncing in on the kitchen counter. And I remember the, the, the pigeon, literally she's cutting the head off a pigeon and the pigeon looked at me like, something? <laughs> I thought I was a pet too. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. My, my brother and I were crying, running around the neighborhood. <laughs> Does anybody want to adopt a four pigeon? Pigeon, two pigeons, one pigeon left, and then it was horrible. But nobody, not even my father, wanted to eat it because we felt because we saw that. Yeah, yeah, no, becomes real. My mom's like, "You're wasting food. You don't realize this is good food. This is good food." She didn't even like spin their head, their necks around first to like. She's not wasting uh, time, she, Fraser. She literally, like, instead of, you know, doing this, yeah. she just, you know, doing, I yeah. <laughs> No time for that. No time for that. But, to but, I, but, I mean, like, you know, my mom is a war survivor during the Japanese occupation of the Philippines. So, like, she knows what it's like to starve. I mean, she's 91 years old. Her stomach still has problems from, like, starving, not having any food. <laughs> wow. And her stories were phenomenal. I mean, see, the Japanese, when they came, they stole everything out of their house, furniture and everything, and they even took... I mean, they took, they left like, um, like a mattress and that was it. And, uh, they took these like ceramic bowls out of there Yeah. and, um, that, that they had, you know, they didn't have indoor plumbing. They had these, my, you know, my mother and her family had these ceramic bowls in each room, you know, what was used in there. Uh And so, and she went outside and she saw like the Japanese were cooking in it and she said, good, let them eat. (laughs) Let them eat out of my toilet. Good. And so, but those are the things like, you know, whatever hard, hard conditions that we're experiencing now or whatever we can experience in our life. I mean, that is just another level of her outlook on life. That's why like, you know, she would like, you know, when I dropped out of college, you go, you want to go to school? You have a chance to go to school for free. Are you kidding? You know how I got to pay for school, grammar school. I found my sister and I found your tia, your tita rose. And I found money that was the Japanese buried in a cave. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And she also brought back these things. She thought they could be valuable. So she brought these things. She thought they were metal pineapples. And she thought this could be valuable. Yeah. Oh, no. And what they were were hand grenades. Oh, no. And so oh, my she could, God. It could have been over right then, you know. So it's just like and as I get older, you, you realize, like, this is like, hmm. Yeah. She went through what anything we could go through isn't come close to, like, what, uh, you know, what that other, the greatest generation went through. You're absolutely right. Well, I love your mom. I can't wait to watch the special. And I love that you're all about family. And you briefly mentioned one uh, um, of your daughters, L King. She gets a lot of love here on our radio show. Oh, great! She's been on. With she's us. been she's been on with us a couple times, as a matter of fact. And um, 
uh, having you know three kids myself too when you when you get to see one of them uh achieve like a level of success like that so young i gotta imagine just you kind of swell with pride and and uh, i do and and truthfully like she's been great because um i miss too much of her childhood that's why i got some young kids now and i'm really trying to be there as much as i can you know with like my own attention deficit disorder whatever sure. the hell is wrong with me but um <laughs> she's really welcomed me into her life. And, and I really did miss too much of her childhood because you don't realize like, you know, you're trying to do your career and everything and a kid's childhood just kind of zooms by. And yeah. So it really does. it's been really beautiful that she's, uh, you know, so close to uh, her sisters, her young sisters. And, and that, um, she just moved to Santa Fe. If you go on her Instagram, you let it know, you know, everything about her life. And like, sure. the, um, she's got these beautiful little, uh, baby goats and she's got like, uh, she's got a little farm out there. Ah, so she's done really well for herself and her new album's great. So I hope uh, you guys get a chance to listen to that. And, and I told her, I said, listen, I don't know if I'm ever going to get to do this again. Netflix is giving me a special. You want to come out and do something? She said, she said, yeah, sure. Dad, I'll give you one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll help you dad. One's on the arm. One's on yeah, the arm right there. She, she did a good one though. She said to me, it was the sweetest text ever, you know, cause that's how we communicate every day. You know, these, these texts now. And uh, she said, dad, that was the last time I was ever on stage was with you. She said, if that's oh. the last time I if that's the last time I ever performed, at least it was with my dad. Ah, oh, that's great. You're gonna you melt uh, on it right yeah, there. That was that melted me. How old are you the know? little ones? I have a three and a seven year old. Uh, I have a three year old because I'm an idiot. But, <laughs> but it's it's the best. I'm I'm really enjoying this time more than anything. If anything, this has been like God's you know you know lesson. Hey, spend time with these beautiful kids right now, and exactly. I'm gonna make sure you have you are not allowed to do anything except that. So it's been beautiful. I mean, I just remember like, you know, listening to the music last night with my little uh, three-year-old and she just holding on to me and I went like, wow, yeah, it doesn't get any better than this. No, that's a priceless moment right there. And uh, is this the kind of stuff you're talking about on your podcast, Rob? Uh, See what happens is the name of it. Um, yeah. What are you I covering mean, there? <laughs> everything else, but what everybody's angry about. <laughs> no, I just trying to like, I mean, it's just, I mean, the, the comedy special, we stayed completely away from politics. Cause I, I was trying, you know, you try to make fun of stuff and people sure. and, if you dare make fun of of uh, people these days or their political leanings or whatever, they destroy you. It's just like you are like out forever. And it's just it's which a, is unfortunate I'm, and shouldn't be the case. Yeah, <laughs> it, it shouldn't be. But it is what it is. Yeah. And they're not playing to lose. They're not playing. I mean, both sides are, are in this to win this. And it's ugly. And unfortunately, you know, uh, it affects me and my comedy. So I totally stayed away from all that stuff and just talked about my life and then jokes and the things that have happened to me. Sure. Cause people always, you know, I'll, I'll have dinner with people and I'll start telling them a story and they're laughing. Oh, you should talk about this. And I said, should I? And I, can I, you know? <laughs> and so there's some incidents that, that, that happened to me where like, you know, I have allergies. So I'm like, I'll constantly sneezing all the time. And so I, you know, if I didn't have a downstairs in my house, I'd be divorced for sure. You know? <laughs> my, I, I go downstairs and I start sneezing. And I was like, I can still hear you. And then, so then I, I, you know, my daughters are sneaking in. We got, you know, the three-year-old, we got her a little bed now. She's out of the crib, which means she's sneaking into our bed every night, getting up and going. She knows exactly where we sleep. She takes everything she owns with her, her blanket, her pillow, her, you know, her dolly. And, and then, um, so you know, so I can't sleep. There's no room. She's kicking and everything. Right. So I find another place to go sleep. So I find I went to another part of the house I never even been before. And uh, you and Mario are living parallel lives, yeah, by the way. I'm, I'm one the same. I totally relate to everything. Except Mario's saying. fighting a bird. <laughs> we just got two birds too. You got a bird. No. We got two birds. 
That's fantastic. Uh, anyway, so, you know, I go to another part of the house. My wife's already asleep in there. So I sneak in and I can't, you know, I can't sleep with my wife. I talk about this in the stand-up show. <laughs> I, you know, when I can't sleep, I just, I can bed with my wife and I'm not sleepy yet. You know, so I start, you know, grabbing sure. you know, a little thing. And uh, then I, I realized it felt different this time. Slightly, I don't know, softer or something, but I thought, well, maybe she took a hot bath. I don't know what's going on these days. <laughs> and then I realized, you know, there's a chance this is not my wife. Oh. <laughs> and then I realized, um, I ran back in the other room. My wife was in there and I go, honey, I think I may have unintentionally touched your mother. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I, anyway, I told the story. Oh my God. Right? My mother-in-law lives with us too. And I just got a visual in my head. That I had was that, not good. I had that same visual. <laughs> oh no. She was, she was smiling all morning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey but, Rob. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, so, but it, it's been, it's been fun. And um, I hope people get a chance to laugh really hard at the show and, um, you know, there, uh, I, I was always hoping that I'd have a very captive audience. I didn't realize how captive they would be. Yeah. But, um, it, it'll be fun. I think people really just want to laugh and be silly. They right want to escape. It's very yeah, of course. Silly, fun special. At, at, uh, awesome. How people can sit back and watch with their friends and laugh. Well, last, last thing I just wanted to bring up, speaking of, uh, of fun, we're all big Deuce Bigelow fans right here. Oh, and, thank and, you. And tw 2020 seemed like it'd be a great time to bring, to finish a trilogy. Any chance we could possibly see another installment? I always say we would say no, but I, I'm not going to say no this time. I would think like I would love to uh, to have gotten it, uh, to get one out there. I don't know. Except, I mean, Disney owns it. I don't know. Disney has bigger problems than worrying about what the Deuce Bigelow franchise is doing. <laughs> but I think 35, you know, if I was in your shape, I, I might be easier to do. But, you know. Uh, you look good, being, man. Being naked at 35 is <laughs> maybe is acceptable. At 55, is, it, it's gross. It changes your rating right away. <laughs> I this say, movie is, is not watchable for anybody under 80. Wait another like 25 years and do Deuce Bigelow deathbed. Oh, God. I know. You're right. Well, I'll take 25 years. <laughs> Rob, before I let you go, I'll put you on the spot with quick questions, quick answers, though, okay? Sure. Favorite show you've binged during quarantine? A Tiger King, for sure. Okay. Celebrity crush growing up? Oh my God. Um, celebrity crush growing up. Oh God. Cheryl Ladd for sure. Okay. Dream podcast guest. Um, Elon Musk for sure. All time favorite stand up. Richard Pryor. Hands down. And something you've learned about yourself in 2020. I'm a horrible teacher. You and I both. We have the exact same life. It's We're from the sleep to the birds to the to the. We can't. Yeah, I, I, they change math. Parallel lives. Do you know they change they, with this Common Core? Or they can't. I was sucked at math as it is, and they changed it on me. Yeah, this was tough, and I, I got to tell you, my patience. I hated school, and you know, to begin with, imagine trying to teach school. Oh God, you no, know you hate it. Yeah. You know? um, but the and then we got the birds because I said they're going to be locked in. Let's get some birds so they can play with. Because it's way easier than puppies, mm -hmm. and that you know, and then we had to get two because you get you can't just and so anyway, they're biting the kids, they're flying everywhere, <laughs> crap every ten minutes, they crap every ten minutes, every ten minutes, birds. they got a straight intestine, it goes straight down. <laughs> and and they, there's a, there's a lamp that they like that you know there's a little lamp overhanging the kitchen table, so they yeah. like my wife goes nuts about that. Get them off the lamp now, or they're going to be what your mother did to the pigeons. <laughs> so. That is fantastic. Well, listen. Everyone, please be sure to check out Asian Mama Mexican Kids on Netflix. 
Rob, thank you so much for taking the time to check in. It was great, great catching up with you, man. Great seeing you, Mario. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Oh, th- hey, my best to the familia <laughs> out there. Okay, gracias por todo. Hasta luego. Hey, amigo. muy bien, amigo. Ciao. <laughs> On with Mario Lopez. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.